You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him as ever, Robbie Earl. And we react to football and Premier League football uh, in this match week 30 we've just witnessed now, Rob, in the Premier League. Only eight game days after this one. And as usual, plenty of incident, plenty of stories, plenty of big matchups that we'll get to. And, and a little bit of controversy as well. If you thought the, the VAR decision in the PSG Man United game was controversial, there were plenty in this weekend's actions that I thought VAR needed, Robbie, and would have switched uh, the decision in those particular games. We'll get to all of it, but let's start with the two giants, the English giants mm. in terms of uh, English football and Arsenal and Manchester United, old money, big, big football clubs. Mm. And maybe some people thought, Rob, that this wasn't quite as, I don't know, in some ways important this year, given that these two aren't in for the title race. But I tell you what, mm. what a good game of football it was. Now, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's unbeaten run in the Premier League came to an end. Yeah. But let's start with Arsenal, a yeah. positive Arsenal, mm. and a good job by the, the club, the manager and the team in this big match. Brave Unai Emery, I'm going to start with Robbie Musto. Uh, mm. Brave, because in his team selection, he had a team that included Mesut Ozil, um, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Alexander Lacazette and Aaron Ramsey. Four players who all want the ball, who are all better with the ball. So he had to balance that up with midfield, midfield players who can put a little bit of, of hard yards in, went with, with, with the back three um, and wing backs, mm. and came out on top, Robin. And, and one of the things I'm seeing with Arsenal on maybe odd occasions, not on a consistent basis, but I'm seeing an Arsenal team that can play with intensity, can, can, can raise their level. We've seen it against Chelsea. We saw it in the North London derby, and we saw it today against Manchester United. Arsenal were the better team. Although United had some good chances and didn't take them, and we'll talk about those uh, in, mm. a, in a short while, Arsenal were the better team and deserved the three points. A great energy from Arsenal. Mm. And they've shown us before with the, uh, the game against Spurs, of course, at, at, at Arsenal as well. Mm. And it was an attacking lineup, but to be fair, it's still five at the back. It's still five defenders, plus a defensive um, guy in Granite Xhaka. Okay. Mm. So there's the balance there, but absolutely positive. Good football on the front foot. A front two of Lacazette and Aubameyang that outshone the United's front two that, that we have lauded over yeah. the last few weeks because they have been good together, Lukaku mm -hmm. and Marcus Rashford. But it was about Arsenal. It was about positivity. And they've been brilliant in the Premier League. I think there's only Man City that's beaten Arsenal to, at the Emirates, Rob, yeah. uh, in terms of the Premier League. So they have been good. They were good again. The goals were coming. You know, the attacking players got on the ball a lot. I, I had a little worry for, for Ramsey and Jacker in midfield when you consider, you know, Matic, Fred and, and poor Pogba. And absolutely no problem on the front foot and look the better team. And, uh, you know, goals coming again. Granite Xhaka gets his goal from 20 yards out with a, with a, with a shot. Just on that before anything else. David De Gea. Just, yeah. We always read stuff afterwards, social mm. media and, and the, mm. the news outlets or whatever, all, all over in the US and in, uh, in the UK. There's a bit of criticism for David De Gea, Robbie Earl. What do you think about that? I think he got deceived by a very, very good shot from um, Granite Jacker that, that had a kind of wicked 
spin that took it away from the goalkeeper. And I know these them sort of you know Gary Neville, believe in England, said that he, he felt the goalkeeper. Just remember, this is a guy who, who'd got Premier League high fourteen saves in the, in the reverse fix in the same fixture last season. I thought we had no chance of getting there. We watched it three his, or four his times. His point was, it's a shot from twenty twenty five yards. It goes in the middle of the goal without a deflection. That's his argument. It's a poor argument then. If you watch the goal, Rob, the ball is going in one direction and almost goes to an almost 90-degree, yeah. 70-degree angle to the other way. He's setting his feet for the ball to come into him and then it bends away in another thing. Every time a goal goes into the net, there's certain people who look at the goal and, and just, depending where it goes in the net, they blame the goalkeeper. Oh, he's got beaten on his near post. Oh, he's got beaten there. I mean, if, if David De Gea had ran to decide where the ball had ended up, and then the ball doesn't deviate, it'd have looked just as foolish. Because if it had gone straight, Rob, it'd have gone, it'd gone even further in the middle of the goal. I think it was like a deflection. And deflected goals go in the middle of goal all the time. Yeah. If a shot's coming and it deflects off somebody, it changes direction. It's hard for goalkeepers to change their weight, to change their mm. feet, to make those saves. Um, I don't blame David De Gea for this one. I'm like you on it. I thought it was a really good strike. And just one of those that moved a lot. And the modern-day footballs mm. are light. They can do that. Um, but that was the first goal. That got them off and running. Aubameyang scores uh, later on from a penalty uh, that was awarded um, yeah, against Fred. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you think that was a penalty? I'm okay with the penalty. It, it's no, not a clear and obvious error. I didn't, it's one of those that it was soft because it was, it was a soft contact, mm. but there was contact. And, and in the speed of running as Lacazette was, the moment Lacazette's body is across the front of Fred, yeah. Fred almost can't touch him. Yeah, and he did touch him. He and did touch him. from behind. Yeah. No, it's not, a, it's not a big or a no. heavy touch, but there was weight of the mm. arm onto his back. And Lacazette I'm okay with, I'm okay I'm with a, it. I'm like you. I'm okay with it. It's one of those soft Of course, penalty. Lacazette could have stayed up if he'd have wanted to stay yeah. up, but he didn't. He went down. The penalty was taken. Aubameyang took it. And, and with that, they, they, they got the three points. Does, does this mean that Mesut Ozil will be trusted now in big games, Robbie? Because I'll tell you what it was. Away from home, Arsenal haven't been good. No. And Ozil sat out a lot of those mm. games. And I think I argued this a couple of weeks ago where, well, hang on a minute. Ozil was not playing. And the, the results have been poor. You might as well play him. Start playing him more of these games to see if he can make a positive uh, difference instead of thinking what he doesn't do, you know, what he can do. And I thought he had a decent game in this one. He yeah. came off later on the second half. But is it, does he's, that mean now that he, he's part of the first eleven? I think he's, he's part... I think he's got a chance of maybe reversing what Unai Emery first thought of him. I think there's a level of effort and work rate that can come from Mesut Ozil that's not going to be the same as Granite Jacky and, and Ganduzi and, and Torreira who, who want to go and win 50-50 balls and challenge for every ball. Mesut Ozil can still have a part to play, A, with his ability on the ball that's outstanding, it's not in question, but B, just doing enough, Rob, of filling spaces, intercepting balls, being a body in the framework of what Arsenal do when they haven't got possession. They've got the third highest total for goals mm. in this Premier League season. These goals. Defensively, yep, we know that that's mm. where their weak spot is and they need some new mm. players. Let's just, you know, on Arsenal, this manager yeah. that's... It's been really interesting. There's certainly been some great moments. There's been some disappointing ones in the in the Europa League. They're a man down, but they didn't do a great job of mm. seeing that game out and, and lost 3-1 uh, in France. I think we both agree he's the right guy. Um, how good can he make Arsenal to, to the end of this season? Can they finish in the top four? And given some money, what can they do next season? They can finish in the top four. It's going to be a huge challenge. He's going to have to get more consistent performances like we saw today. Away from home. Away from home. But what you said uh, in this, Aubameyang, Lacazette and Ozil 
is enough to get you enough goals to get you at a top four spot. There's enough quality in those three to get you top four spot if other areas of the pitch work. The question is, Robert, Robert Musto, is can Unai Emery start to get this Arsenal team consistently giving what you say, bringing the energy, bringing the intensity, looking with the focus. We see other games where it just isn't there again. It's up and down with them. They're the snakes and ladders team of the Premier League. I think it's got to be positive for this team that he went with a bit of an attacking gamble and it worked. It worked. So surely in his mind now he's thinking, you know what, I do have doubts about certain players defensively, but actually we can balance it off with five defenders five defenders back there and a holding midfield player, then that might be the balance that we need against a great time, a, a, well, a great team, a good mm. side in United that are, are so much better at the moment. It worked out great. So is that five defenders, just before we wrap up on it, so is that five defenders because they haven't got two centre-backs and two full-backs who are good enough? I think so. And also enables you to play Ramsey as a, as a central midfield player, mm. side by side guy, like a, like a you know the fancy mm. European for eight more a games, dub, a double for pivot a, for eight more games. He's not that guy, really, is he? Ramsey, no, no. he wants to be going forward. Yeah. But you might be able to have that guy mm. in that spot because you've got three centre backs behind him. him. You've got wing backs that can tuck in as well, and Granite Xhaka that can cover as well. So I like the setup. I mm. thought it was a bit of a gamble. I was a little bit concerned about it. It worked out. Yeah, and that's day. been a few times now, by the way, that I think we both yeah, yeah, it's quite brave, like, isn't it? Wow, mm. he's not playing him or he's playing him. And he's got some good performances out of the team. So, so top marks to Unai Emery. Mm. I like him. I like his passion. I like his interviews. I like his enthusiasm for the job. And I think the fans are really starting to enjoy his football. Yep. Manchester United, on the other hand, Rob, it was, a, I think we call it a bit more, uh, after the Lord's Mayor, sh- Lord Mayor show, it was like the big game was, was midweek. I think emotionally it was, it was a drain. Didn't quite, weren't quite the races, although Romelu Lukaku had two or three really good chances yeah, where yeah. a man in form, as, as good a form as he was, if he takes those chances, we're talking about a, a different game, but just not quite Man United's day-to-day. The system we talked about a little bit, didn't we? The, the midfield didn't seem to get the most out of Paul Pogba being mm. stuck on sort of the left-hand side of the pitch. Almost every game where he's, he's done things tactically, mm. it's worked out and we've given credit for that and it's yeah. been good. 4-4-2 today with Pogba as a wide left midfield player. I don't think it quite worked out. That being said, Lukaku missed three, yeah, two or three, at least really two good really good chances. Yeah. And if he takes any of those, then it could be a, could have been a different game. But it's interesting that you know I think he likes and rightly so. Rashford and Lukaku mm. have been excellent in recent games, and he wanted to get Pogba in. Of course, from the left hand side, you've got Fred, you've got Dallow that played the game. There are injuries here. Herrera will be his guy in that midfield area. You know, uh, Matic came Matic, back in, yeah. so. I can understand why Lingard. he went to that system. Mm. It just didn't, yeah, Lingard and matter. It just didn't quite happen how no, he wanted it to happen. No. Now, I'm not sure he made too many changes to the shape of the team, Rob. Could you say in the second yeah, half, yeah. come on, you know, a diamond I was thinking or a diamond. something Get Pogba underneath the two, get, get Matic yeah, holding, maybe Fred, and maybe even get Pereira on instead of Dolo if it's yeah. not working from that side. All of a sudden, you just get a little bit more possession in there. Mm. You can get Pogba higher up on the pitch where he can maybe take the likes of Jacker or, or, or Ramsey back. And, yeah, maybe the first time we, we've seen Oli not really make too many changes. I mean, Anthony Martial coming on, which is good. The good yeah. news for, that he's back. He didn't mm-hmm. make that much of an impact, but he's going to be important for them on the stretch in. It's just they're hurting a little bit with injuries. Yeah. And, and just how hard is it to get to get up again after mm. an emotional, yeah. amazing celebrations and performance against PSG? It's always going to be a tough one. 
And I said, I, said it, I said it on air as well. I think, listen, if you're going to have one defeat in the two games, PSG or Arsenal, I think you take the Arsenal defeat, you take the PSG win, get to the quarterfinals, and they've got eight games to go. As it stands, Rob, Arsenal the fourth, Manchester United the fifth, Arsenal 60 points, Manchester United 58. Who's favourite for that fourth spot right now? Sorry? Arsenal, fourth, 60 points. Manchester United, fifth, 58 points. Chelsea, we'll mm. talk about them, sixth, 57. Mm. Arsenal, can they, could they see themselves favourites for fourth spot? Or is that, is that a bit of a push? Uh, it's really tight. I mean, I, I think just looking at the next you know, fixtures ahead, mm. they've got Newcastle, Everton, Watford, Palace, Leicester. It's not that difficult. United, Wolves, yeah. Watford, uh, Wolves in the FA Cup as well, then uh, Watford and Wolves again, West Ham, Everton, Manchester City, which is going to be huge on Wednesday, mm. April the 24th. I would still think that United can finish above Arsenal. But, listen, I, 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 Arsenal keep showing us mm. that they won't go away yeah. as a top-four challenger. Mm. And he has got something going with them. And, yep, they're not super consistent, but I tell you what, with those players they've got in attacking areas, they can do it. So I, I would still tip United. Yeah. Uh, who, who would you have the, the favourite? I think there? I'd go the same. I still think the Oli thing is still going. I think players coming back into the team... Just think they, they've got a little bit more quality and depth, the, the group that's been together a little bit longer. But um, listen, Arsenal keep on going and, and keep on upsetting the odds. And if they can do that, you never know. And yep. talking about the, the top four as well, I mean, Tottenham aren't that far away. One point ahead of Arsenal now. It's 61 points. They, yeah. they might be back into that, that race again. Yeah, I, I think they are. I think they're going to be that. We'll get on to them. But mm. uh, yeah, that is, what, what's great about this season, Rob, what is it? Eight games to Eight go. Eight games to go, yeah. We are going to get a great race for mm. the top. We are going to get a great race for top four. Yeah. We are going to get a good race for best of the rest, mm. which I know is not a thing, really, but I, t I think it yeah. is. For, for the teams yeah. in the, there, The strength is. of the top yeah. six in terms of financial power and everything mm. else. Finishing best of the rest, for me, is, is quite a, it's a little achievement. Yeah. And we've still got a race at the bottom of the table as well. That's what's great about mm. this season uh, with the, uh, the final running. to play eight yeah, games absolutely. to go. Should we turn our attention to Liverpool? Yeah, that's the, because, the battle um, for the top, the race for the, the title. Yeah. The race for the title. They started the game against Burnley, four points behind Manchester City. City got the 3-0 three three win um, on, this, on Saturday. So a little bit more pressure heaped on Liverpool in, in Jurgen Klopp. And when you got a goal down after five minutes, which shouldn't have been, should have been disallowed yep. for a foul so, on so the that's, goalkeeper. That's, so one that, of that our, a, that's one of our VAR would have switched it. Yeah, so that's one of, another question that's asked of Liverpool. And there are those that are looking for cracks. There are those that are looking to say that Liverpool won't have the backbone to, to go all the way. There was a control about Liverpool mm. that was impressive, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think there was any nerves. I don't think there was any panic. Um, just get on with the game, get on the front foot. The fans were right behind them. I think they have the belief that they can beat Burnley and they can concede that early goal. Um, what was it, the sixth minute? Um, and came back really well. Some good attacking play. The front players, you know, lively, not looking like they're nervous mm. or uh, the, the conference too, you know, too bad. I mean, Salah went through and, you again, you expect him to score. He yeah. didn't, but Firmino was there. Firmino's the one for me, Rob, yeah. that... That's important now. Yeah. It's important. And we had like a bit of a, a disagreement today off air in, in one of the breaks. And I'm basically saying it, he's, got to, he's got to score, score more goals. goals. Because mm. there's, there's no mm. goals, very few goals coming from the middle of the park. Right? So, so you, 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 I mean, this is for the championship. Of the, this, is the, this is for yeah. the title. This isn't yeah. for top four. Now, it's to get the title. And there isn't many teams in, in history that have won the title when you haven't got a striker scoring 
15, 20 plus goals. There just isn't. And if there has been, I remember the Chelsea team, that mm. I think there was one season they didn't, but Frank Lampard scored 20. Yaya Torre scored 20 goals mm. in midfield for uh, Man City one time. So he's got to get more. So two goals for him is important because Sadio Mane and, and Mo say, Salah... Yeah, but you say a striker, Mo Salah is their striker. Their striker plays from the right coming in and he gets the 20 plus goals. He's your 20 plus goal striker. So, but what about me, somebody else then? Yeah, but and Mane's giving you from the other side. And Firmino's the, the, the link player. Now, yes, he should be still looking to get 10 to 15, but, but, he, but he, he's a catalyst for the other things to happen as I well. Know, I know he is, but he's got to get more. I'm not sure you can win a title and so rely on two players to score the goals. From, if you get 30 from Which is, from, uh, which is ridiculous. It is yeah, really but, great. But where he's at at the moment, that should be his numbers, 25 to, to 30. You, he ain't getting 30 say. this season. He ain't getting 30 this season. He's on 17. He's, 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 he's streaky. Yeah. We he, know ain't, we he ain't getting 30 25. goals. Let's give him 25 then, this season. I mean, Marnie, what's Marnie on now? A couple of times. Marnie's on 16. 16. So he might get 20. Firmino's on 11. So he might get 15. You know... You don't think that's enough? Well, With the best defence in the well, league? Well, what are they behind City? Yeah, but the best defence in the league. Yeah, they've got a better, but they're four goals better defensively and they're 11 behind in terms of the goals, if my maths is right here. Yeah, 11 fewer goals than Man City, mm. which isn't that many. I exactly. Just, I, I just, I, listen, today was important. Firmino got two goals. I, I hear you, but I, I'm, not, I'm not so driven on that. Firmino's goals have got to come from any Well, goals. if Salah, and I know you can say about other teams, mm. but if Salah and Mane get injured, right, in that football club, what are they thinking? If Mane gets injured right now, so that's like Salah, because Salah's... Rigi and Sturridge. Stop, stop worrying, Robbie Musto. Stop worrying. Listen, everybody's getting nervous uh, or, or seemingly nervous about Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp, by the way, isn't. A lot has been said about Liverpool dealing with uh, nerves and pressure and all the circ- all the expectations. Uh, today was the first match after City took the lead and it was a great win. So I think that says something about dealing with pressure as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think a second about the game City played yesterday. You, you, they won it, well, done. So that's how it is. It's not about nerves. I, I didn't feel nerves to be honest. It's just we have to win our games. We don't have any other 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 chance. But we have to make sure that if somebody is ahead of us, we may have to make sure that that they don't get rid of us. So that's how it is. So we kept the distance. Yeah. I would say very important for for everything. And so now let's. Um, Recover, prepare Bayern, and then Fulham. He's obviously got experience of winning. Mm, He's won before. He's He's got over the line before. Mm. He's been chased down before by giant clubs in Bayern Munich. He's had the experience there. He'll be telling the players, you know, about giving them the benefit of his experience. He doesn't seem nervous there. That's what he said in his answers. Do you believe him? I do, actually. I've got to be honest, Rob. The last three or four games, I've been really impressed with Jurgen Klopp. The way he's handled things, the way he's given interviews, he's not been touchy, he's not been frustrated. When people are talking about the amount of points they've dropped over a recent while, the the, the strikers maybe not scoring. He's just been a little bit matter-of-fact, a little bit saying, you know what, he said something really stuck with me a couple of weeks ago. He said, right now I'm in my bubble, and my bubble's my team. And if we do what we need to do, they've got a good chance of winning the title. And I thought, that's perfect. That's just what I want to hear. We know City can do, but if City drop one, that Liverpool, if Liverpool keep doing their business, they'll, they'll win the title. If City don't, then they're going to end up second. But the concentration on his group and making sure his group are right is the most important thing that he can do right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think there's... 
I, I think it smacks of his experience when mm. you listen to him at the moment. I think there was one interview, Rob, which, to be fair, I think we jumped on, where he, where he kind of went off at it a little bit. And, oh, and, started doing his, his yeah, talking he, but not saying anything. Yeah, I think he, he looked a little bit panicked. Just one mm. time. Other mm. than that, you're right. He's in, he's in, it's in control of this. Uh, he's happy that, with the way that his team is playing. He made some calls today in midfield. Adam Lallana. How yeah. do you think? How do you think he played? Because he's a he's different yeah. type to the other midfield players. He's at the technical. Club. He he brought a bit of life. He made a great block for the yeah. Mane goal. Just a nice option for midfield. Maybe a little bit more mobile. Sees sees things. Maybe a little bit more vision and creative mm. than than um, Liverpool have in the midfield at time. When Alden the same has got a little bit of legs can run forward and just disrupt a setup. When you've got a team like Burnley all sitting there and be rigid and t- tough to break down. Mm. So yeah, we saw a little bit of something different. And I think also we got to think he had Bayern Munich in mind, which is a big game coming up in, in midweek. Yeah, I mean. Should we quick? I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, nil-nil from the first game. They've got to go to Munich on Wednesday. Liverpool are one of the best suited teams to play in away from home mm. because that quick counter-attack, when you allow players to come forward and Bayern Munich will have to start to push the pace as long. Yeah. The longer it goes, nil-nil, the better Liverpool's yeah, chance. I'm, you're thinking like me. I, mean, I, I think they can do it. I really do because of that very reason. Bayern Munich are playing better. We know that. They've caught Bayern Munich at the top of the Bundesliga. Um, but they will come forward and Liverpool, that's what's good about this Liverpool side, you know, this season. Mm. Defensively so strong. Yeah. And remember Van Dijk plays this time. He didn't play in the first leg. Right. So they get Van Dijk back so as well. M- really strong defensively and they've got these guys charged up, these front players, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, that are so quick, so dangerous and the legs and the energy of a well. Now, when Aldam or maybe Naby Keita, Rob, mm, you know, yeah. having his he came on playing in the Bundesliga. Yeah. I wonder if Jurgen Klopp's thinking, Absolutely. you know what, save your legs. Mm. There's a big game for you on Wednesday. I, I think the Liverpool can win the game. I think they can get an away goal yeah. and make it too difficult because defensively they they're so strong that, that Bayern won't be able to get a couple. Um, I think Liverpool are going to go through. Yeah, absolutely. All set up for a big game on Wednesday in Munich. Little little word on, on Burnley. Defeat, defeat today, got the, the first goal, which, which shouldn't have stood. It was a foul by Tarkovsky on, on Allison. Second goal, good Munson. Any worries for Sean Dutch? I mean, with eight games to go, you've got to be slightly worried, worried, haven't you? you you've got to be worried. You're 17th spot. You're, you're two points above the relegation. I mean... He, there's a man who never gives any panic. There's a man who just t- tells it as it is. Mm. Is he hiding a little bit of is there any f- kind of frailties there with Absolutely Burnley? Absolutely there's worry there. Absolutely. We know, mate. Mm. We, we've been in this spot. Yeah, we've, I've been in this yeah. exact spot. They're on 30 points. They're two points from being in the relegation zone. Mm. There's eight games left. And I tell you what, and I say it every single year, at this time of the season... The bottom teams start winning games. Yeah. They get games, they, they get run, wins don't they? that you yeah. don't expect. And mm. they're all doing it because it, ca- it matters so much. And some of the teams they play against, it doesn't matter quite as much. And they get goals. 30 points now for, for Burnley in 17th. Yeah. 28. This could be a bigger number than normal. This could be a bigger number to stay up. For the one, yeah. For the one, one, place, one place. Yeah, yeah the I mean, 18th spot. Cardiff in it right now on 28 yeah. points. There's another eight games. They're going to win a couple. 30 points. Brighton, 33 points. Palace with that defeat, 33 points. They're not out of it. Newcastle, 34. Tent, I think. He's going to nick four or five more points. They, they'll correct. be okay. Yeah, correct. And, and, and that's what it's all about this time of the year. And, and Burnley, when you look at them and, and Southampton, absolutely. And, and that's the beauty of the Premier League. And that's mm. what I said a few moments ago. Like, this, there's going to be a race in all parts of the division. There's a race at the top and the leaders are Manchester City. They won 3-1 against Watford, not without some controversy, Robbie Musto. And it was a, a Watford team that saw seven changes by Javi Garcia. Mm. Certainly got an eye, I think, on the uh, FA Cup, FA Cup next, uh, next week against Palace. But... Mm. 
Changed his team, set them up particularly well. We were we were fascinated watching them. Hang on a Sick. minute. Hang on a minute. Well, <laughs> set them up well. Set, set them up well. I'm going to say set them up well. Because up until a horrendous referee mistake that we'll talk about, the score line's nil-nil into the second half. We always like, we, we love the tactical camera in the studio. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this was pretty interesting because there was, <laughs> I mean, literally, there was six players in a it line. It was a flat-back six. It was a flat-back six and a midfield four, four that were compacted to that six. That were six. five yards ahead of them. Right, and then zero up front. So this yeah. isn't, this was a six... Four-zero four, formation. Yeah, lovely work. Uh, yeah, lovely work. Lovely work. And, 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 and Pepper afterwards, you know, he did talk about that. Like, there's no space, <laughs> and, and that, and and really, it is kind of the way that you, you sometimes have to stop City because they hammer those wide areas. It happened again in mm. this in this match, but they hammer them. So the more guys you can get in the wide areas, the better. But the decision, Ryan Sterling's first goal. Yeah. Offside was the uh, the flag from the assistant. Like yeah. he's offside, we looked at it. Of course, he's in an offside position. Mm. Then, of course, it's okay to be in an offside position until you interfere with play by yeah. touching it, attempting to play it, or you challenge an opponent, yeah. or you make it difficult for him to play the ball. the ball. Yeah. And by challenging the ball, which he did, even though uh, the ball, Yamat, Yamat he got, got to there the ball first, first, first but it was a Sterling. challenge. It was a challenge. If Sterling's, and just to try and understand here what the referee is thinking, if Sterling is two yards further, further away yeah. and doesn't really challenge for the ball and, mm. the, and the ball is hit against him, yeah. then, that's then it's different. okay. That's, because yeah. that's it. That, that becomes, becomes another phase, phase, second yeah. phase. And he's not of challenging the for the ball. Yeah. But he was close enough. Yeah. He, he obviously goes to, he scores from, from, his, from his movement going forward. So it should have been chalked off. And, you know, poor Turney. He's going to hear it now. I'm sure he's going to be in trouble with uh, you It's know, just a poor decision. A yeah, decision he didn't need to make. No. Then they were talking about it three or four minutes. He gives the goal. And and with it, Rob, changes the whole outlook of the game. Because in fairness to Sterling, went on in, within 13 minutes and got himself a hat-trick, usual tap-ins. One, one was easier than the other. The other showed a little bit more composure. But it... I was disappointed because I wanted to see how long it would have taken City mm. not being given the gift from the referee to break them down. I'm not saying they wouldn't have broken down. I'm not yeah. saying they wouldn't have got the three points. Mm. But, you know, what, one of the things I love about the league is everybody throws in a different challenge, a different kind of a, a unique way of playing. And this was a way that City were having a few problems dealing with. Yeah, I mean, VAR, by the way, just a side note, will we'll fix that in, in mm. 30 seconds. Hopefully, because you know they look at that and they say well, now he's challenging for the ball. He's offside, and, and and so so that again going back to our VAR kind of theme through this podcast, that's one that would get uh, organised quickly. Now I'm with you. I mean, you know, it's frustrated. It happened right after halftime, didn't it? And then the goals flowed after that. City, um, you know, end up coming away pretty comfortable. Three one. Yeah. Watford scored a later goal. Um, but again, changes from Man City, Sterling in, Riyad Mahrez in, Bernardo Silva goes from an outside position to inside. Fernandinho is not there at the moment, but another game safely negotiated, and mm. that's what we said. Yeah. The games coming up for City weren't awful games, and they might get away with not having Fernandinho in the middle of the park. Kevin De Bruyne, again, is out with a hamstring mm. injury. So defensively, not the same. Zinchenko still in the left back. Otamendi for Laporte, company for Stones. So they're not healthy back there. But they're so good with the ball and there's so much threat going forward, they they win a lot of games. Yeah, and you'd have to say, Rob, they're still the favourites for, for many. 
set a point ahead, all those options, players probably to come back uh, when, when they'll need them, when the, the games get a little bit tougher. Yes, they're in three competitions, having won the League Cup already. Um, but it's been interesting as well, Rob. It's not been all plain sailing at the football club. They've, they've had one or two issues but with financial fair play and, and how that's going to be looked at. UEFA, the Premier League, saying uh, they're, they're looking at things. And there was a story. Mm, there was a there story. There was a big story that, that kind of permeated over the weekend. And mm. in fairness, Pep Guardiola put it to bed, didn't he? Rumours about him in Juventus. I know today the social media, you know, the social media has been influenced, but I don't understand, believe me, I don't understand. Why the media, for one, why Twitter or say something, everybody in the biggest pages, Pep is going to mean next four years going to Juventus. So I don't understand. I don't understand how the people, before to say if I go to Juventus or not, don't try to call the club or call myself or call my agent or call whatever Juventus or Massimiliano Allegra. I mean, I'm sorry for Massimiliano. I have two more years here and I'm going to move. Impossible. Except they sack me. And after, I go home. But if the Manchester City wants me, I will stay two more years by far. And hopefully another one. I'm not going to go to Juventus the next two seasons. So, but is your problem. Well, to be fair, that's the way to, to, to squash that rumour. I mean, mm. that's the way to say, listen, I'm not going here. I mean, it's impossible. I've got another two years. I'm going to be here for those two years unless I get sacked and then maybe a time after that. So, you know, I, I think that's the right way to go about it. The story is dead in the water right now. Just a few of the uh, the tabloid newspapers in the UK are reporting the story anyway. But that's that's the way to, to quash it up. Next up for them is Schalke in the Champions League on Tuesday. They've got a 3-2 lead. Um, they should be OK, shouldn't they? Yeah, you would think they'll take care of business, got a little bit sloppy away in Schalke. And there is obviously dangers, but you just feel at home, at Rob. Home, yeah. The first goal will be so important once then. You'll want them to control the match, keep possession, make things difficult. And um, yeah, I'll be very surprised if Manchester City aren't in the hat in the quarterfinals. Right, Mr Musso, just before we talk the rest of the Premier League, let's take a quick word from our sponsors at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're guaranteed to get the everyday low price on the parts you need. O'Reilly Auto Parts will match any local auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts has the parts you need at guaranteed low prices. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Mauricio Sarri, Chelsea Mm, Football Club. Discuss. Said after the game, Wolves didn't come to play today. Tell me something we wouldn't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, of course, Wolves have got a great record against teams in the top six. They've got a very tried and tested system that's worked brilliant for them this season they're away from home at Chelsea they're having a great season there's no reason or who cares anyway if they come back if they start being defensive they still play with two up front they still you know offered threat they still got a goal I mean that they can play however they like. Absolutely. Mauricio, sorry for me, Rob, is, is, is not changing the norm of when mm. we see them play, particularly at home. Well, well, what Mauricio, sorry, has to do rather than tell us what, what Wolves aren't doing, I'd love him to tell me what he can be doing with, with the Chelsea team. That, Rob, they, they, there's something with this Chelsea team that, that slightly annoys me in that there's this comfort in possession, even though the opposition don't really care. Mm. There was a, it was almost like Wolves had them in their hands today and saying, OK, you can have the ball and you can do all your passing, but you're not really hurting us. Higuain had a couple of off chances. There was a couple of little scrambles. There was nothing clear-cut. There's nothing clinical. There's nothing speedy. There's nothing incisive when Chelsea have possession. And I think you made a great point we are talking about. They pass backward and square too, too more often. often. Too often. When... when you know, th- th- there's take opportunities risk. to take yeah. a risk. Absolutely right. And and maybe the runs are not there, but they've got to take 
earlier opportunities to pass the ball forward through the lines is, is what people say to get through teams and to get behind defenders behind midfield players behind defenders to pull it back for goals I, I've I've seen it from the start of the season I kind of like I you, you know I mean, you call yeah. me a, a snob right football yeah. snob I like possession mm. control creativity I like that football mm. and Chelsea tick the first part possess the ball yeah. but after that I don't like football that doesn't go anywhere I like possession and then penetration. Mm. And from the first game of the season, um, well, I guess they started quickly. But too many times at Stamford Bridge, I'm looking at it and thinking, right, okay, you got possession control, now penetrate. Find ways mm. through. Ball's over the top. Slide it in, in between defenders. Anything to get in behind. And sorry, afterwards, again, said the same thing, Rob. We're saying, yeah. you know what? We're not moving the ball quick enough. Well, you've said that. Yeah. Multiple times. Now, so don't tell me what Wolves are doing. Tell me how you can improve yeah. that. Show me how you can improve that. I mean, well, if I'm asking the questions if, to that, I'm saying, Michelle, we've heard that before. Mm. Why is it not improving? Yeah. Answer that question. Mm. Tell me what why. What are you doing in training? What, why, what why, why is the, the football players? slow? And why can't you get in behind? And why are the movements not off the ball correct, like you've said many times? It's just, you know, it, I like him. And I like how he tries to go about it. But you've, you've got to bring it forward. You've got to progress. You've got to find improvements to your weaknesses. And a weakness for Chelsea Football Club this season isn't necessarily defensively, by the way, if you look at the numbers. Yeah. It, it, it's goals. They're way behind on goals. Was it 50? 50 goals for, for, Man, for, um, for Chelsea. And that's lower than United, Arsenal, mm. Spurs, Liverpool and Man yeah, City. And, and, yeah, that's that their problem. End, yeah. uh, and... Listen, we don't want to make a snapshot. We don't want to do knee-jerk reactions. You're I'm, the king I'm of the knee-jerk. Yeah. But Gonzalo Higuain does oh, not no. necessarily oh, no. look suited to be a main striker in a team like Chelsea. Explain. His lack of incisive movement, his lack of speed... He's good. He's good. His movement's normally... He's a, he's a, he's a smart... Good Operator forward. when balls, right. but somebody's got to be behind. Somebody's got to get in that Manchester City position where they're behind the opposition right. defence to get the best of Iguain. The pullbacks, the first the time finishes. Yeah, who does that in Chelsea's team? Well, Hazard pulls deep for the ball. Correct. And to be fair, he scores a he's brilliant good, goal and later on. And that's what he's good at. But he, that, that means he isn't going in he behind. Isn't going necessarily. He used to do that, by the way, two Correct. or three years ago. Correct. Wide left, yeah, taking on the in. last guy. I mean, yeah. Willian not necessarily does that. Likes to rather come inside and bend things. What does Pedro, Pedro like to do? Pedro, same. same thing. So they all want to be central. So Iguain now becomes a little bit kind of stuck in with bodies around him, but he ain't got that that service that he wants. The way that Chelsea play, they need a speedster who can just run off the back. Callum can... Hudson Adoy. Get him in a wide spot. Well, I thought you were going Callum Wilson. No. You two are Hudson. No, no. I'm just about yeah. beating players. Got. Yeah, yeah. They've got he, to get behind. get behind. Give him the ball wide. Correct. Go and take on your fullback. Beat him. Pull the ball back. Mm. Iguain's going to yeah. sweep that ball in all the time. Also, Cesc Fabregas was a player that could make those passes. Yeah, yeah. Those clever balls mm. in behind. Those long, direct balls with Diego Don't Costa in Kovacic. behind uh, the defence. That midfield hasn't quite now got that same sort of creativity. Mm. What about Loftus Cheek? You, you mentioned right, the door. Well, is it time? Is it time it now? Is, is it time. eight? Is it eight games it to say, "Come on, then, kid. Time. Come on. Let, Come. Let's see what you got. You got from now to the end of the season. That proving me, I don't have to go and buy somebody else." Ross Barkley, Mateo Kovacic mm. have had plenty of opportunities yeah. in there. To be fair, Ruben Loftus Cheek and the manager said this. 
has had issues. I think he's had a back issue mm. and stuff. He hasn't been fit. I thought he looked good today because he got forward, he got in the box. Mm. Too many times when I look at Chelsea, the midfield three are outside the box when they were trying to attack. They need numbers in there. Ruben Loftus-Cheek's size and skill means that he's, he's totally equipped to mm. get in there and make things happen. He's got to have a run in the team. Yeah, absolutely. Is Mauricio sorry the long-term answer, Rob? Did your gut tell you? It's got to be. It's got to look better. Do now the end of the season. I mean, I, again, I like him, but the the failure to adapt and to change and to improve. Even now, he's got Gonzalo Guin, mm. a player that he wanted. Yeah. He's got him, and still, it doesn't look like there's much of a threat. Azar has to do something special to get something out of it. So, uh, what we did see today. And I wish we had some like fanfare and, and some <laughs> drum rolls and all that. We saw a, d- a different system. <laughs> what, what are you saying? What, what are you there saying? There was a system change. By the way, let me just... I fell off my chair in the a, studio. A little footnote. Jorginho got subbed off and yeah. the Chelsea fans yeah. stood and cheered. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. But, but that's telling you that they didn't like the system. I didn't think it was less about the play. I think it was more about the change of system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see, do something to, else. So N'Golo Kante, to, to, you, know, to ev- you know, everybody out there mm-hmm. wants him as a... He played in a two um, in the centre of midfield for Chelsea. It was, yeah. it was a four at the back, yeah. two in midfield, yeah. and four up front. As Higuain yeah. uh, partnered Hazard, and you had Pedro and then Utenador later on yeah. the right. And um, was it William came on the left-hand side? I think it was, yeah. Mm. So it was a 4-2-4. Four, four, and the goal came. Yeah. So please, like... You know, a bit like Emery, is, is there please, a... Please have a little change-up. Sometimes, some situations, mm. and that's what we talked about with this yeah. guy. He's made he's made like-for-like substitutions, nothing too dr- dramatic, um, changing it to, to be more of a attacking threat. 4-2-4 four, four is, and they got the goal and they got the point. Just wondering if Europa League becomes their focus, Rob. Six in the Premier League. They're, they're sort of three points behind Arsenal on, on six points. So certainly still battling for that fourth spot. But does Europa League 3-0 up against Kiev and, and second leg to play, but they should be able to see that through. They, Chelsea were, are a big, big name in that, in that competition. Chelsea can win that competition. They can if, win if it. Could see, they got, are they favourites? They've got to be close to being favourites. Um, Napoli is mm. still in. And, yeah. you know, we'll see what, if Arsenal can turn their one mm. around. But they're still in a shout you know, in the top four, Rob. Yeah. I and mean, they just yeah, are. They've got a yeah, game. They've only played 29. Mm. Others have played 30. So if yeah, they win that in game hand. in hand, that yeah. puts up to 60 points um, level uh, with Arsenal in fourth yeah. spot. So they've got to attack it from, from both sides. There's enough players that can mm. rotate in, a little bit, in and out a little bit. So, yeah, they, they can try and get there through, through two avenues this season. OK, let's move it on to another team hmm. from, um, from North London who had some brilliant news on, on Friday night talking about that they're going to move into the new stadium. I think it's April the 3rd. They're talking about Brighton or Crystal Palace, depending on FA Cup. Hooray! So, yeah, I mean, can't quite believe that that's happening, but it is. So Tottenham being Tottenham, go to Southampton. Harry Kane gets the goal, as you expect. Normal business res- resumed and then lose 2-1. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Just very different in the second half. The first half looked like they could score multiple goals. They didn't. They lack in that ruthless, killer instinct of putting teams away when they're on top. And then Do when they things like being to... Spursy? Do they like that label? Because we don't, and we get upset We try with our it. best. Yeah, we, and we try, try our, our best. best. But, it, but then you see the team, and, and when people come out, you almost feel that's almost what, what they became second half. They... they, they, they... Or are they just are they just running out of steam? Well, That's the question number well, one. I, I don't I don't think so. Well, Harry Kane came out and said a few things. You know, we can't just accept this and 
I don't think that, that we can we can give them that. That's an, I think that's an easy, too easy an out for them. They're good quality players at this level. But they've had to play so many games. There isn't that much rotation going on, is there? There's midfield players, there's injuries back there. I mean, the fullback's the only well, position that changes Rob, they too had much. Enough, they, they, they were one nil up and had three or four great chances to make it yeah. two nil. The game's different. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not legs. No, that, it's not. That, it's, that's, it's, it's mentality, isn't it? Yeah. It is ruthlessness yeah. to, to put teams away. Um, do you know what's interesting is, is what the manager said after? So let's listen to Mauricio Pochettino mm. because he had some, some pretty harsh words about his team afterwards. I think we need to, to, to be careful how we assess ourselves and, of course, it's so important to live in the reality, you know, too much. I think we, in the last few years we were living more in the, in the perception than the reality. And now today is the reality. The reality is two-phase, different phase, and I think it's the key. To be consistent, you need time. You need time to build that consistency and, and of course, a lot of decision, decision to, to make if you want to, to be a, a real contender in the, in the future. Well, that's strong. I thought that was strong, Rob, from uh, Pochettino after the game. He's basically saying maybe our level is, is maybe third or fourth. Maybe we're, 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 we're punching above our weight. He talked about being two-faced, the arrogance. He said there's a good arrogance that they saw in the first half. It's when you're on top of the game, confident, and you want the ball. The second arrogance where you're not really committed, where you're only going through the motions and virtually calling these players out a little bit. Um, just felt as though he was lowering expectations at the football club for a little bit. Now, I don't know if that's him being honest. I don't know if that's him trying to take the pressure off. I'm not quite sure why he said what he said, mm. but he, there's obviously some meaning behind it. You know what? Of all the things that we, we think about and talk about and analyse, this is a tough one, Spurs, isn't it? Mm. It is a mm. tough one because of where they are and what they've done is fantastic. So you kind of think, well, go on then, Spurs. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah, yeah. You know, g- kick on. Do something. Achieve something. Of course, win something is mm. what everybody's, you know, kind of keeps talking about uh, Pochettino and Spurs. And yet the manager, he, I think, I think he believes that their reality isn't for the top of the Premier League. He believes that, Robbie Earl. And is, that just okay? they, is that okay well, for Spurs I, fans, I, I for don't, Spurs players? I don't players. think it's okay to no, say it. No, I don't. Uh, that's the problem. When you publicly are coming out and basically saying... But he's probably right. He might be right, but you don't say it. Did Sir Alex Ferguson ever year think he was going to win the title? I don't think so. Maybe he thought other teams were just as good over... But he would never come out and say, you know, this year I'm not sure we're going to be as good as... Claudio I, Ranieri at Leicester, did he ever yeah, say, well, he? well, I'm not sure yeah. we should be? I mean, he never talked about... But he, but he never said we don't deserve to be around that area. Uh, and, and I think I've touched on this before. Is this the little... F- it's just a little failing in, in Poch that stops him being that guy, that stops him getting over the line, that, that stops him winning that... T- that. Is this... I don't think Poch- so, Rob. No? I'm not going to put the two together. I just don't think so. It, it, of course, it just- smacks of it because he's not won anything and this team has got close and they've not won anything. Um, I don't well, think at it's time when he's putting the, uh, think- At a time when he's lowering expectations, shouldn't he be, shouldn't he be pushing more? We're a good team. We can, uh, we can. Mm. In the quarterfinals of the Champions League, they're, they're, they're sitting third, comfortably third in the league. Shouldn't this be the Pep? And, and I go back to Pep, and I don't want to keep making the contradiction, but he came out two weeks ago with his team. We've got lots of games, bigger squad, more yeah, quality, more it's money, just, all that. Yeah. But he put it on him, Rob. He put it on the team. No excuses. We're going for silverware. No tiredness. He put it on him. Is that unrealistic way. for Spurs? So it might be unrealistic, but sometimes as it, you've known as a player, every, every game you've played, the, 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 
Brian Robson knew you were going to win, but his job is to make you think and you have to go out there and believe. And when mm. you lose, you've got to be surprised. Mm. You can't take that as actually, well, yeah, maybe we're not quite. Is there anything in this, this, the makeup of the squad, the makeup of the team, the team that he wants for Spurs is a silky possession, footballers, Winks, Ericsson, Delhi. No, could could no, he could he be doing no, better no. with a slightly different approach, more steel, more no. soldiers, a couple more soldiers, Rob, to the, grind out situations when they need to win at Southampton or they need to win that, certain Rob. games? They've, I've have seen, they got I've enough seen, of that? I've seen they, them. I've seen them. They've got Eric Dyer maybe do it in, in diff, Different teams do it in different ways. You uh, say they, Liverpool haven't got a thing, but in midfield they, they work. They've got steel they, in there. Yeah, and, and, They've got attitude in there. And Spurs have got... Intensity and athleticism and dive. They've, They've got, got Deli Ali, who's got a little bit of ed- yeah. edge to him. They've got Harry Kane, who's, who's got some physicality. They've got Vitongan. They've got Aldevarel. They've got Sanchez. Is there enough when the going gets tough, or there's do they, en- they rely on football? There's Ericsson, enough, do they rely enough, on the football to find a way enough through? When things are going well, and it's a, I think it's, it, it's a bit of a cop out for those players to go, actually, uh, we, we miss a bit. Sissoko will put his foot in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't like the out. This is a good group of players who should be thinking about going to the next stage and not taking the pressure off themselves. Yeah, but it, it goes back. It's difficult <sighs> in terms of what they got yeah. as, as salaries and, and yeah. everything else. Yeah, you that, know, that no, no new signings, Rob. The same squad has to keep going and keep going and keep going. They were excited about a new stadium. They've got to keep going at Wembley. It, it's not easy. And I just think Pochettino's like, you know what? Enough of you lot having a go at me for not winning and not being at the top and falling off and spursing it up in certain games and, and maybe it just comes out where he should try and stay stronger and say, you know what, we're going we're gonna to carry on, we're going to kick on it and try and finish that right at the top of the league. Yeah. Um, I just I wish know. that it's maybe tough. even, listen, if privately saying those things but publicly, I want him coming out and talking yeah. positive about my team and the way they're going to go. Yeah. Southampton, little mention for Ralph, Ralph Hassanel and his team, Rob. Mm. Just got an important result with, with what was going on down at the bottom of the table for them. 30 mm. points just t- takes them away from the uh, the bottom three. And he's got something, this guy, hasn't he? Whether they stay up and, yeah, and kind of yeah. hope they do, if they go down, I think he's the right guy and looks the right sort to, to sort this football club out. And if they come back up, I think they come back up healthier. I mean, if they lose this game, by the way, I mean, it's how important oh, yeah, this... I mean, yeah. they'll be on 27 yeah. points in the bottom three. In the bottom three, yeah. Uh, did you... They are better. Mm. But I expected... I expect them to be further away from, from yeah. these spots right Lack now. Lack of Danny Ings is not helping. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan Redmond is not a, 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 a goal scorer by any means. Mm. So you're struggling. Charlie Austin is not a Premier League starting striker. Charlie can get no. you goals maybe coming on his sub. Mm. So they're struggling for goals a little bit. I mean, mm. more Prowse is having, having a purple spell at the moment. Mm. Midfield are quite like. Romeo, Hoiberg in, in there. Um, there's, there's enough decent players at that football club and I think with the manager just get the sense they're going to be okay I think they're going to be okay I think there's mm. three worst teams in yeah. Southampton this season and that will be good for the football club to take a breather you know yeah. what and say okay let, let's plan let's get it going again because it's a brilliant club and he's he a well run football guy, club and he way. should be a long term yeah. guy yeah, we both like his demeanour mm. his passion yeah. you can tell that he cares about it and uh, it's, it was a good appointment I just I didn't expect them to be so close. Mm. And that result is massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. Okay. Around the league, my friend. Newcastle 3, Everton 2. Mm. Oh, blimey. Oh. Another another VAR. Let's do that straight away. Jordan okay. Pickford not sent off. Should have been sent off. I mean, yeah. absolutely no question about it. He makes a mistake with a cross. He takes down Solomon Rondon. 
the, the double jeopardy thing as if he's going for the ball then he shouldn't get the red card he was no way going for it it was a rugby tackle Robbie Musgrove amazing, amazing rugby, rugby tackle, tackle on yeah, a football pitch yeah. got away with it because I think it was Lee Mason the referee thought that Kurt Zuma was in a defensive position and didn't deny the goal scoring opportunity right. which is which is um, ridiculous because you know if the player continues mm. he's got a free shot at goal with, with no, no goal. goalkeeper yeah, yeah. That's Ridiculous. kind of a, that's kind of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Anyway, Jordan Pickford got away with it. <clears throat> he, he got, got away, but it makes a save. Yeah. Newcastle um, come back, and their winning goal is from, another yeah. from two 0 down. They come back. Yeah, Perez man. gets two, and uh, Rondon got one. Yeah, and and the third goal you're talking about. Yeah, the third Newcastle another goal. VAR was, yeah, was would switch it Solomon in ten Dom's, seconds. Solomon Rondon was offside. Yeah. It's just, you know, and we appreciate referees. Mm. And to be fair, it's not often, Rob, but we, we talk about no, we don't. their struggles we're or whatever. This referees. was this yeah, weekend. This was a terrible weekend. was actually the the, one of the worst I've known yeah. of clear errors. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it just was. And VAR. Maybe it's just a bad week. Listen, we all have bad weeks. You know, maybe it's a bad mistake. Or is the game getting too quick? Or the rules kind of, the interpretation of the rules not, not, not as clear? Are the owners of the Premier League. Regretting not bringing it in for this season? It's a good question, and I, I would say no, because I think teething problems would have, would have given it such a negative thing that it might have taken a while to be. I think now people are looking forward to it. I think, I think, I think the interpretation, how it's used, how long it takes, yeah, whether they go to the side of the pitch, they're yeah. working on. Mm. All those things will be, will be better for this year that we've missed. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to go through a few weekends like we did this weekend. Let's hope there's no more between now and the end of the season. But, no, I, I think it's the right decision. I think it'll come at the right time, and I think it'll be embraced by the football community. A little chat about your mate, Marco Silva. Mm. Now, for, we'll get to his, his situation at the football club and his longevity How there. come he's my mate when they lose? He's your mate when they win. Well, because you, you're harsh on him. I'm hot. You're not sure about him. No, no. I'm, you're you th- right. You think yeah, he's a right. bit of a, a potential pretender? Yeah, yeah, I Slash do. imposter. I do, yeah. I think, he, <laughs> I think he talks the talk. I think he looks the part. But I'm not sure deep down if it, if he's if he if he's got if that, he's all that. that if he's got that thing. Yeah, I've seen a little bit at Hull. I said I've seen a little bit at Watford. Mm. I've seen a little bit at Everton so far. And mm. the three little bits, I'm I'm unconvinced. His team are two 0 up against Newcastle, who are struggling down at the bottom of the league. Not prolific scorers by any means. They're at home. There's fifty thousand fans. They've got that. Mm. Control the football match, Robbie Musto. Yeah. Control the game mm. and win the game. Yeah. He's got. They've got no stability at the back. Conceded more set pieces than anybody in the league. Yeah. Every time the ball goes in the box, they're all over. The goalkeeper, by the way, is erratic. He's having a, he's having a shocker. He's, he's England's number one goalkeeper, who's erratic, who has been brilliant. But yeah. he's, he's lots of mistakes this like, season. Calm him down. Yeah, he needs to calm him down. Yeah, and, and and get some structure. I don't think he knows his best eleven. He still hasn't no, he sorted out his centre forward. When you're put, putting on. Theo Walcott with 20 minutes to go to, to make things right, you're, you're not in a good place. Talking about calm down, um, we saw Mauricio Pochettino receive a two-match ban, touchline ban, mm. for improper conduct, yeah. um, getting in the face of a referee, basically, Mike Dean. Mm. This was similar, by the way. Yeah. Marco Silva, at the end of the yeah. game, uh, you know, the offside Bumped goal and all that. into a linesman, by the way. He was right into a linesman. He went back at the referee a couple of times. He should get the same deal as Pochettino well he, sh- he, sh- he should be uh, 
put in front of the FA and improper conduct. Improper conduct. Yeah. Absolutely. And Pochettino said it. I, I'm going to be I'm watching. Gonna be, yeah, because I'm the example that, you, that yeah. you've, you, you've used, and I've got two games, and, and maybe you know Marco Silva might be getting a letter from the FA on Monday morning and, and asking him about his behaviour. Mm. Just about the other fellow in the in the other dugout, by the way. He pulls his glasses off at the end. He pulls them up. He puts <laughs> them in his pocket, and it's another great Rafa day. He's I mean, he's a ledge. And, and and I look at what Everton has spent, and I look at what they've got. And his Liverpool ties would never put him there. If he had that group of Everton players, Bobby Musto, they're, they're, they're yeah. seventh. Yeah. They're seventh. The team looks totally different. There's a strength, there's an organisation about it. They're not going to concede that. They aren't going to concede all those goals. He, he, his back four is way better than Everton's, and Everton have got better players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, it continues. It's exactly the mm. same as last season. Yeah. It's exactly the same. They're three Newcastle. points, three yeah. points behind Everton as they stand. Wow. Newcastle United. They're they're on the same spot last season. They're they're looking at relegation. Then they finished strong as anything and finished in tenth spot. And as you said, the thirteenth right now. There's eight games left. There's no reason why they can't jump up the league table even even more. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just remarkable what he does there. Yeah. Will he stay? There was well, talk that's, about that's the, question, the contract, wasn't it? This this week he was asked about. It's not the only United who are offering contracts. What he say? He did, he didn't say anything negative, in fairness. Uh, uh, for me, he has done remarkably yeah. well. Yeah, if he, there's no change in the, on the horizon... In terms of ownership and... Ownership and or investment, investment from Ashley yeah. or whoever's in charge, mm. I think he's going. I think he's had enough yeah, of yeah. it, Rob. He's better mm. than that. He's better than that. He could jump into a, a lot of teams in this division. A lot of them. Clubs in, in the Premier League. Yeah, I'm not Rafa sure Benitez. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure there's many, that many with... His ambition, where he goes. Well, but he 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 could attract attention from from nearly all of them. In the in the Premier League, well, yeah, Rafa Benitez. A lot of people would want him. Top six, no. Nothing in the top six. No. You joking? No, he doesn't get a top six job. Spurs. No. Why he not? Get a Spurs job. Why not? If Poch moves on to Real Madrid yeah. or whatever, if that, if that situation's not figured job. out, or United or whatever, there, there's a job there for Spurs. Yep, there's a bunch of people that'll be good good for it. Rafa Benitez. Why not? I'm not saying he would. No, I don't think he gets Spurs' job. Yeah, I mean, he won he won the Europa League with Chelsea. I know that. Could he go back? Chelsea? No. If they wanted him, they they would have. Hmm. Not for me. Do you I think, think, you think I think he's thinking. I think, thinking I, you know the what? I can do thousand people who shout his name at Newcastle. I think he's a loyal man. I think he yeah, believes yeah, in what he yeah. does. I think he thinks with a little bit of investment, he can get this club going. If you get that football club going, Robbie Musto. You're bigger than, than the majority of clubs that he could move to. Hmm. Any other business, my Any other friend? business. Crystal other Palace got beaten 2-1 in the dorb against Brighton. Shh. I mean, here's, is... an, here's another one. So so we saw Anthony Knockout in the first minute. Hmm. Should have been sent off, red card. Hmm. Got a yellow. Hmm. Then scores a worldy goal after 70-odd minutes. Ben's one in, 2-1. Shouldn't have been on the pitch, but won the game for Brighton. Mm. Great win for Brighton. They needed it. Palace, all of a sudden, 33 points. Not quite as safe as they'd like to be. FA Cup next weekend. Cardiff City, Neil Wardock. Will, will, they, will they just away. go away? <laughs> I mean, they won't go away, will they? Cardiff City. No, well, he's a fighter. And the team's keeps, fighting. Oh, well played, the, the, Cardiff. the fans are right behind the whole deal there. Um, and they keep going. Yeah. You know, again, we'll see. There's eight games left, mm. and if it's tight for that spot, they'll have a, they'll have a chance. Yeah, even if it's on the last day yeah, yeah. to get a result, you'd fancy. I fancy you? them a little bit to get yeah, a result. Because of how they are, and somebody might just get sucked back mm. in again if it's a Brighton, a Brighton, or a Southampton, or maybe, Southampton. but probably not Burnley. I don't know. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really difficult. 
Huddersfield, um, well, we know they get beat. Bournemouth beat them 2-1. And Leicester's 3-1. A couple of games for Jeremy Vardy. It's Brendan yeah. Rodgers' first game at home. So, yeah. good win for Brendan. He got things good kicking off. Jamie Cam... Uh, Jamie Vardy. Jamie, Jamie Vardy, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Callum, Callum Wilson. Wilson scored, didn't he, in front of Gareth yeah. Southgate. Important goal Yeah, for him. He's, he looked sharp. A goal and an assist in their victory against Huddersfield Town. Um, yeah. Um, Just got to talk about something, have, Rob, that, uh, that was disturbing today on, on, yeah. a, on a match day 30 where we've had a brilliant weekend of football, talking yeah. points, incident, goals, all sorts. And, and then, Rob, we saw some scenes that, that shocked us both mm-hmm. as ex-professionals who've played in, or, at different levels, but certainly... In, in, in big games, where at St Andrews here at Birmingham City, there was a big derby against Aston Villa and the shocking scenes uh, of a fan running on and assaulting Jack Grealish, the young uh, Aston Villa captain for the day, uh, Birmingham-born player. Mm. I mean, just talk about, Rob, in terms of, uh, as a player, how, how that sort of grabbed you. I can only imagine. I can't imagine. Particularly when it comes from somebody from behind. Mm. You have no idea. You don't see anybody coming. You know, this coward thug runs on and we haven't seen the footage in terms of a wider shot of no, how he got on no, there. No. And was anybody chasing him? Did he dodge between stewards? I don't know. But that's as bad. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be as bad as we've seen. That now, we had the, the Chris Kirkland thing and, and somebody um, yeah, brought it to my attention. On yeah, and just, yeah. yeah, remember that one, you know, mm. guys? Because that uh, And that was a Leeds fan that came on yeah. um, at Sheffield Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Chris Kirkland, Chris Kirtland and, goal, and he yeah. kind of shoved was in the front fan. of him, though, didn't he? It, yeah. it, it got in front of him and he mm. shoved both hands into his face, yeah. uh, which was again awful. This is worse this for is me. Worse. Yeah. This is worse. I mean, a big old haymaking punch yeah. from the side to try and knock his in on, on his yeah. jaw or whatever. Absolutely shocking. And um, you know, in terms of of what happens to him and in terms of punishments. Yeah. You know, what are we thinking? What's he the FA going to do? He should never be allowed in a football, football ground yeah. again. Absolutely. should never be allowed in a football ground again. And unfortunately, Rob, he doesn't represent the 30-odd thousand or whoever were there. Yeah. But I'm afraid they have to be sanctioned as well. And yeah. the football club do. And for me, the biggest sanction today is behind closed-door games mm. for Birmingham City. And I know that hurts the football club. I know that hurts the majority of people who, who go to games and enjoy it and, want, and love the game like we love the game. But this... Sanction mob has got to be so strong, it's got to send such a message to every fan in the country yeah. that this is not acceptable. Because yeah. if, you, if you don't, I'm telling you now, 100%. we are going to get incidents of fans running on the pitch 100%. to make themselves social media heroes. It, it just happens. Copycat situations happen. And you're right. This punishment has to be so strong, so mm. public, everybody knows about it, yeah. that nobody will think, wow, I can't, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's no way I'm doing that. I don't want to, whatever it is. Yeah. I think a points deduction for the team that's been talked about, for me, punishes the team. And it's not the, I mean, it's not, the, you know, the team that have worked hard, Rob, in their results. Yeah, I, I get it. But I think it's got to be, I, I'm not totally get. I'd like suspended points, think. So it's a little warning. It's hanging over you. Right. But, that's but, a good shout. But yeah. I, I know what you mean. It, but it's just like the fans. The, there'll be 20 odd thousand fans who say, well, I've never run on a pitch. But unfortunately, the one idiot who does represents you. And I'm yes. afraid that that's how it's got to be. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's just one of those situations where, and you made a really good point about the control of the Aston Villa players, which mm-hmm. was exceptional today. Because in the team that I played in Wimbledon, Robbie Musto, yeah, if a fan ran on and hit one of our players, <sighs> it is going off. And then it's going to go off in the middle of the pitch and then probably other fans are going to see it and maybe think they've got to come on and protect their mate, their fan. 
and all of a sudden you there is a chaotic situation yeah. that could escalate which into something which isn't which, which isn't, isn't even worth thinking no. about and that's why the severity of this sanction has to be so strong that no fan ever thinks I can run on that pitch and it mm. could, it's going to be worthwhile and those players that that stop themselves yeah. from doing what from they the probably brilliant. wanted to do yeah. Yeah. the punishment has to kind of make those players think well yeah yeah that's the way to deal with it because that is the way to deal with it. It's yeah. not the way to deal with it is to is to jump on the guy and give him give him anything no, back no. at all. It's not. It's just I thought, wow, this player's controlled Reaction. themselves. Some Rob. people will react differently. Some volatile people who, God, who I played it with just them, gets you so angry. Oh. When we first saw that, yeah. it's anger for me. And, and you know, anger my in me. worry, my worry when he ran because he, he he's got the clenched fist and and, I, yeah. and I've got friends in the UK. I watch things in the UK. There's a knife crime kind of epidemic that's going around the UK. And I'm just thinking, oh, if this guy ran on and he's got any kind of sharp instrument, we're talking about a whole different set of circumstances. I mean, banks here. and stuff are, are scanned I mean, on the way into stadiums, Rob. I'm sure they're trying to check they're for They're trying that stuff. to do that, but now you get the, these uh, security teams who, who are bought in, who, who are like companies, and everything's a, a little bit loose. I think now things might tighten up. I think this might be just a little warning that, you know Absolutely. what? We've got to tighten this, this thing it, up around it, it. English football is on a little bit of a tilt at the moment, Robbie Mustard. We've seen a little bit of the racial thing. We've seen one or two incidents. We've seen it up in Scotland recently, some fan run onto it. There's just one or two things that are creeping into the game and the FA and the governing bodies have to stamp on it quickly or we could start regressing into those dark days when we started in football, that there was a horrible atmosphere in mm. football stadiums. The changes has happened since those 70s and 80s mm. and the hooligan uh, nature of football in the UK with a Taylor report, new mm. stadiums clamping down. It's been so good, yeah. so positive. The Premier League's kind mm. of oh. rise and, and the product and the way it's marketed and the games and the pace and the foreign yeah. great players and managers and atmospheres in these great new stadiums, a lot of it. Please let's not go yeah, back. Yeah, Please absolutely. let's not go back. And, and it was yeah, just yeah. a shocking image today that, that yeah. I hope I never see again on the football pitch. Yeah, let's remember that that uh, Birmingham Villa derby was in the Championship. That's a league below the uh, the Premier League. And it was a good ending for Jack Grealish in the end. He got the winner, Rob, jumped into the Villa fans and celebrated and, and said it, it was a great day for him. So in one way, it's a great day for him to get to goal, but a, a really shocking incident that um, I think has, has caught the attention of everybody in football. Let's finish off on, on the football scene. Let's just quickly talk about Champions League, Europa League fixtures this week. Man City, Schalke, I think we both think City will get that done, won't yeah, they? Yeah. Juventus, Atletico Madrid, not easy for Juve. Oh, no. 2-0 I Two think down. defensive strength of mm. Atletico Madrid with their manager yeah. Simeone. It's going to be tough. I isn't think it? they get through, which would be yeah. which would be a shock. So Absolutely, Juventus Ronaldo out. and all that for Juventus. Real Madrid out, PSG wow. out. Team big teams going out. Mm. Bayern Munich, Liverpool. I think we both somehow feel, and I don't know, is this an English bias? For some, is it? I, I feel that Liverpool will get the job done. I do too. I just think that the matchup, this mm. particular matchup. Mm. Now, if it's Liverpool going to Atletico Madrid, Madrid yeah, or something yeah, a little yeah, different, yeah. I, I just I'm think with, with Bayern's kind of style at home mm. um, and with the Liverpool's strength and pace on the counter, I just tip it to Liverpool. Goals, yeah. But difficult match, Bayern yeah. Munich away. Wow. Not easy one. And Barcelona and Leon in, in the the other game, first leg was nil nil. Got to fancy Barcelona to get this one done. Uh, yeah, see to. themselves against Leon. Thursday, Chelsea. Stroll to Kiev, should be 3-0 up. A goal takes total command of that one. Can't see them slipping yeah. that one. Arsenal with work to do against <sighs> Tight. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, two, buoyed two, by, two by a great win today, but... 2-0 they... does it. Yeah. With the away goal they got uh, over in France. Mm. If, if, we see, if we see the Arsenal from today, they're in good shape. They, I think they they're okay. Yeah. If we see an Arsenal below the level right. we see today, could be tough. Yeah. So, so I've got to go with the positive. Yeah. I've got to go with the belief. Um, I'm sure I'll make a few changes. At home, the atmosphere, they've been really good at home. The vibe, the momentum, I think mm. they find a way to get through, Robbie. Absolutely. So, that's it from us, Robbie Musto, on a thrilling match day 30. As ever, we want to hear from you, our listeners, so download the two Robbies on Apple Podcast, and please rate and review the show. We're never too arrogant to want to get better. So, City and Liverpool stay toe-to-toe in the title race, while Arsenal grab themselves a Champions League spot with four get eight games to go. Look out for our Euro party on Thursday, March the 14th, when we'll look back and see if Liverpool and Manchester City can make it four out of four teams in the Champions League quarterfinals and we'll see how Chelsea and Arsenal get on in the Europa League but for now I'm Earl he's Musto together with the two Robbies thanks for listening and it's a good night from me and it's a good night from him good night If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. We can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.